0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host Zachary Allard,
1: and I'm Michael Tabor. Michael, how are we doing? Oh, don't ask that question. That's that's a loaded question. Michael,
0: how is California? Our great Golden State.
1: Uh, you know, (laughs) there's nothing like walking outside. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, we've been talking about like dystopias and Blade Runner. Just being, (laughs) oh, it's here, it's here, it's arrived, it's finally here. There's nothing left. There's nothing that we need. Uh, we have completed all of the blade, blade Runner ticks. I'm pretty sure that there are at least some cyborgs running around killing people right now. I was promised uh, Mackenzie Davis in leather. I mean, we can't even really complain, right? Because further north has it so much worse oh, yeah. than we Oh Yeah, like here's here.
0: the thing. Like, you look at like our friends in the Bay, uh, we're cool. We know people who live not in LA.
1: That uh, is factually inaccurate. <laughs> all of those statements. Yeah.
0: And we look at people who we pretend are friends in the bay mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like full on like the bay bridge is on fire if you it's, <laughs> it's the
1: zelda blood moon where all the like <laughs> monsters come back in breath of the wild it's like that mm. red for like a whole day
0: yeah no but the moon is it, it's that color but the moon is the moon from majora's mask <laughs> there you <we> go <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's like that but in L.A., it's just, like, it's almost grosser. Like, it's at least so that's kind sickly. of metal. But, yeah, no, here yeah. it's, like, the sky is this, like, pus-colored, infected look. The sun is this, like, pox on, a, yeah. on the sky. You can
1: stare directly at it. Yeah. I think that was one of the craziest parts of it. I mean, today. I don't really do like...
0: anyway to, like, you know, get my strength in my eyes, strength yeah, through conditioning, yeah. you know? Exactly.
1: Even the sky has betrayed us.
0: You know, uh, yeah, you know it's bad when it was, like, it was 100 degrees. Yeah. And then when the smoke rolled in, causing me to cough all the time, I was like, well, in some ways it's an improvement because it's no longer 100 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because the sunshine can't reach me See, through the haze. this is the kind
1: of innovation that they're mm. talking about when they say that capitalism is going to solve climate change. <laughs> We're going to let our failed institutions that deal with, uh, you know, keeping forest fires from happening put up enough smoke to block us from all of that harmful you know mm-hmm. heat that's yeah. coming through. it's kind of brilliant we're gonna save the ice caps one way or another Goddamn it
0: uh the ice caps will be saved under a nice layer of diesel smog mm-hmm. you know what i mean they'll be mm-hmm. safe they'll be safe under that
1: yeah uh, it, at a certain point we're just intentionally oil spilling on the ice caps <laughs> to protect them it's wait the to lubricate one. them exactly <laughs> the, these are our solutions brought to you by bp
0: bp today's solutions for tomorrow's world
1: the shittiest company for the shittiest podcast but i
0: gotta say that money spends real good
1: (laughs) it probably doesn't it probably doesn't not for us (laughs) well it's
0: slippery that's
1: the problem (laughs) with bp's money i'm always dropping it it's it's spilling everywhere uh, it's like just baby seal blubber on it (laughs) because from all the baby seals they killed so Michael, Zach, what are nice, we going to be talking about? Nice segue. About today? Thank you.
0: We are going to look a little bit at some of our cast of characters. We're going to look backwards to look forwards, the yeah. way BP does <laughs> <laughs> when they drill into the Earth's crust. <laughs> yeah.
1: When they unleash the hell demons with inside the <laughs> Earth's mantle <laughs> and then promptly enslave them. I think I'm just rewriting Doom. Not even re- rewriting, I think that was literally the plot of Doom. I don't need to to wow you with my uh, amount of Doom video game uh, lore knowledge. At first I thought you said Dune
0: because I am terminally online oh these God, days. You so are. Thinking about Timothy Chalamet's chiseled face. Is it chiseled I don't know what it is. It
1: works. Oh, my God. So, today,
0: <laughs> what are we're going we to talk? be
1: talking about John MacArthur and his continued mm-hmm. one-sided battle with the city of Los Angeles. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's winning, but yes. Oh,
1: we'll find out. It's going to be exciting. And then we're going to be taking a look uh, at the our, one of our favorite characters, the mm. transformed wife. Uh, has I... she finished transforming by now?
0: You know, Was I she, think- Has
1: she, she... gone full uh, Megazord?
0: Like all Christians, she would say she would not become sort of like Optimus Subprime until she got to the next life.
1: Mm, yeah, that's true. That's true. Really, uh, heaven, heaven is where Bumble we can all transform like Bumblebee.
0: He- <laughs> heaven. Heaven is where Shia LaBeouf climbs inside. Oh God.
1: <laughs> heaven, heaven is the truest Transformers reboot. <laughs>
0: Also directed by Michael Bay, True Story. No, it's True the Apostle story. Paul.
1: He's doing this one, and he's—they both terrible at dealing with women, so <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. And, and then finally, finally yes, sorry. yeah.
0: I'm I sorry don't know what the third know. thing is. Anyway. I know you don't. <laughs> so I was like gonna lead in. And I was like, wait, I'm w- way more confident in this than I should be. <laughs>
1: And finally, some more bullshit. No, and finally, we're going to be taking a look at Todd Wagner, Ooh. the head pastor of Watermark Church. In... that's
0: Okay, that's not a name of a church. Yeah, I'm I, sure we're going to make fun of it later, but I'm going to make fun of it now. That's, that's not a name of a church. That's a thing in my money. Oh, wait, I see it now. Yep,
1: yeah, there we go. <laughs> like, uh, there it is. Yeah, I mean, that's why I left and went to Trademark. All right. But I've been thinking about checking out copyright infringement, but... <laughs> Watermark Church, a church of eleven thousand fucking people, like a. a Wait, you can't have a church of eleven. That's like a town. I mean, essentially, yes.
0: We'll get to that. Oh, um, that's that's not that's not help. That's And
1: not and the recent uh, things that have come to light as he has stepped down for what he is calling pride issues, and we are going to call other things.
0: Oh, uh, what is first on the docket, Michael? As you. Delicately sip your tea.
1: Listen, I'm a fancy boy and I like my fancy teas. All right, what are we doing first? Okay, so John MacArthur. I guess you could call this segment John MacArthur versus the city of Los Angeles, but <laughs> honestly, I think it's more accurately like John MacArthur non consensually explores his persecution kink with the Los Angeles Health Department.
0: I could, yeah, that, that doesn't sound good.
1: So, like, there is there is too much boring shit to get in mm-hmm. here where there have been suits and countersuits and all of this really stems from John MacArthur, mm-hmm. president of, or president, uh, John MacArthur, pastor <laughs> I mean, yeah, of yeah. Grace Community Church <laughs> in, I don't know, somewhere in the fucking valley.
0: Look, I, I don't care about the valley. <laughs> I will not learn the names of things. Yeah,
1: I, I absolutely refuse. A Pasadena. <laughs>
0: And so he has continued holding More like true life true. is passed a day than by, okay?
1: We're destined for the valley. <laughs> give us, give us hey, another two speak years. Speak for yourself, be talking, sir. We're going to be talking about how nice it is, how the w- roads are so wide. You're going to be buying a so house in the valley. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Anyways. So John MacArthur and the city of Los Angeles have been uh, locked in this sort of like very slow, dumb legal battle with their suits (laughs) and countersuits and blah, blah, blah. blah. John MacArthur has been out there spitting some fire, let me tell you. Let's go through just a couple of his quotes. This is exciting. John MacArthur, quote, there is no pandemic.
0: Oh, wow. You started way bigger than I
1: was (laughs) anticipating.
0: I expected John to be like, look, we understand you know we get it but like some things you have to do we believe this is more important
1: yeah 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 we'll get to all their like uh this is tyranny <laughs> come fight me bro but, like, language
0: there is no pandemic is like that's pretty good yeah
1: so he he said this from the pulpit and then went on to talk about that CD study CDC yeah. study that's been you know making the conservative talking point rounds about how you know if you listen to them only six percent of corona deaths are actually corona because anyone that's ever had asthma or <laughs> any kind of other health Wait, issue so if your
0: heart's pumping blood i mean can we even say you're like really yeah it's,
1: alive? it's such a it's such a like beautiful willful i uh, not even be, it's such a willfulness representation of like reality I, like
0: yeah and and i know this is also my like hobby horse here but you know it's because i'm one of six people who knows on twitter what fascism actually means uh the willingness to just say the deaths of the weak and the old and the poor are acceptable classic fascism
1: yeah and and the uh the willingness to be like anyone that has diabetes and then got corona <laughs> fucking and died, die like it clearly wasn't corona which is just not how anything works <laughs> Uh, but we both
0: a- have diabetes. What are you yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah.
1: Like, John McCarthy doesn't think it's possible to die in a car wreck if you have lupus. Like, he just doesn't think it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, no matter what happens to you, it's okay. the lupus that got. I gotta is. be
0: honest. I'd be pretty excited for me to become a coroner. That would be <laughs> amazing. Imagine the TV show. How'd this guy die? Well... He was shot in the face, but I think it was something <laughs> yeah. else.
1: But look at this infected toenail, <laughs> and then he's right every time. <laughs> so he's also hired a bunch of high-profile lawyers, mm-hmm. including Jenna Ellis, who was a member of Trump's legal team. Ah. Yeah, we'll we'll get to some more Trump connections in a moment. So let this is this is a this is a classic JL like this is this is L spitting her knowledge. You know, yep. church is essential, and no government. <laughs> has the runaway unlimited power to force churches to close indefinitely. Church is essential, and no government agent has the runaway unlimited power to force churches to close indefinitely. The county's argument was basically, <laughs> because we can, which is the very definition of tyranny. Let's is it? There. Yeah, so a couple it, things there. Is it? Is that the actual definition of tyranny, Zach? Uh, I'm going to go with a hard no. Yeah. I'm think- pretty sure that for it to be tyranny, there has to be tea taxes involved. <laughs> 90% certain that's...
0: I think it's literally only when there's a swastika. But if you put in a different flag, uh-huh. it's fine.
1: It's cool. Yeah if, you just, yeah, if you just get the racist eagle in there, then it's all good. <laughs> They're yeah. all racist. I also- Never talk to an eagle about Albanians.
0: <laughs> Don't do it.
1: <laughs> the county's argument was basically because we can and not... The thousands of people that have died in Los Angeles alone. Oh, my gosh. And I, it's it really is – I think when we're talking about this, like, mm-hmm. this is the oldest Christian playbook. No matter what oh, the yeah. situation is, they always have to be the persecuted people. And the health department sounds so tired when they talk about this. <laughs> They're literally out there like, we have been talking – to this church for months <laughs> They're trying like... to reach an agreement that would keep these fuckers alive and now and only now do we have to go to court just to try to keep them alive god damn it I'm drinking again my marriage is over goodbye end of press
0: conference
1: like and John MacArthur he's just tickled pink because this is the right. most national right. prominence he's had in a really long time in our lifetimes mm. Yeah, and he's been around forever. We did a whole episode on him. You can check that out. Uh, turns out he's terrible about everything, not just this. Consistent. Uh, that's what that then, is. Michael,
0: That's some people call that consistency.
1: <laughs> you, don't you look foolish? <laughs> yeah. So after, you know, airing out their little persecution complex and saying that the county's argument was because they can and not the global health pandemic that is 9-11-ing us every <laughs> single day, he hopped on to the Falkirk Center for Religious Liberty. That's right, my friends. The team-up, the super-friends uh, team-up between the recently deceased the... Jerry Falwell Jr. and Charlie Kirk. Wait, it's the velvet revolver of Christian douchebag. <laughs> yes. And not only that, not only that, <laughs> while he's talking at the Falkirk Center for Religious Liberty and cool things, um, <laughs> he brings up a conversation he had with Mr. Trump himself, Mr. Cool Guy himself. It's It's the whole Beatles now, man. It's all of them. They got Ringo. Wow. Not last Sunday, but the Sunday before, President Trump called me after the Sunday morning service, and he was very gracious. (laughs) No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. There's many things Trump can be. Gracious is not one of them. He said, I just want to thank you for taking a stand. Church is essential, and I'm glad you're doing what you're doing.
0: (laughs) Those words didn't exit his mouth,
1: I'm just going to say that, yes, Trump definitely did not say (laughs) those things. He may have said other things, but, like— you're just reporting this, John. This is just what John <laughs> MacArthur said that Trump said. Like the next line is MacArthur saying he also said I had a big dick and knew how to use it.
0: Okay, that that Trump did say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then this sort of like jerking each other off, as it turns out, went both ways because John MacArthur had some words of wisdom to offer a president.
0: Mm, I'm sure he was listening.
1: Yeah, as as a spiritual leader, mm-hmm. I think that he had a real chance to <laughs> have some influence here. And. He, MacArthur says, and then we talked a little bit about why, certainly from a biblical standpoint, Christians cannot vote Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one-stop clocks. You right, know, sure. Body yeah, no, like, blah.
0: Look, he's right, just not for the reasons he <laughs> yeah. thinks he is. Yes, these
1: are the reasons, by the way. Because there's no way a Christian can affirm the slaughter of babies, homosexual activity. <laughs> Homosexual marriage. Wow. Or any it's a kind thing. of gross immorality. You no way you no way we could, you know, stand behind a candidate who is affirming of transgender behavior.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As a Christian I prefer all my abortions to be homosexual, and I'm not going to let John MacArthur tell me otherwise.
1: Yeah, I, I if, if we have any of our listeners that are not engaging in one of these activities right now, turn off our podcast. Yeah, go do those things. Yeah, please, be cool. Uh, I love two things. One, he hates gay people so much that he had to mention both activity and marriage. like Separately? Yeah. Yeah. He can't, he can't even <laughs> just hold the shitty evangelical party line on like, oh, we just don't want to get married because marriage is our thing. And it's only cool if there's like, you know, you know, just light yeah. sockets. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is, that was actually a John MacArthur quote. Prima
0: nocta, I guess. But <laughs> it's,
1: it's actually just literally like, I don't like it when the boys kiss. <laughs> like it's just. I imagine that John MacArthur, when he's, like, traveling, uh, ends up in hotel rooms, and he, like, can't figure out how to turn the TV off, uh, the office style, and ends <laughs> up watching, like, an episode of Queer Eye and just, like, crying.
0: When John MacArthur's son was, like, five, he tried to hold John MacArthur's hand, and John MacArthur swatted away yeah. and called him a homo, yeah, and I thought
1: that was not cool. No gay shit. <laughs> I love that he even <laughs> threw in the blanket statement any kind of gross immorality while saying that that's why everyone's going to vote for you, President Trump. I
0: mean,
1: it's an easy bird. But right. let's just say, maybe don't one. bring up the blanket gross immorality when talking to the rape king. Now, the most recent development.
0: There's more?
1: There's How is more. there
0: more to this? Oh,
1: there is more. Is that as of yesterday, a court has allowed an injunction that would allow them to actually go there and stop these services from happening. All right,
0: I, I love the idea we finally found a good use for cops. And that is like breaking churches. Yeah. I love this. Let's send them uh, the fucking Pinkertons. So like the Pinkertons are yes. there just shooting old ladies, like running horses this, through the church. Just, just
1: there with a fucking blackjack just <laughs> <competing>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so. all you'd have to tell them, all you'd have to tell them is they wanted workers' rights. <laughs> That's all you'd have to do with the Pinkertons would volunteer. You know. They do it for free.
1: Yeah. Uh, just call it McKenzie and say someone was talking about a $15 minimum wage. Somebody just... was
0: talking about affordable bread pricing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this we are now in the dumbest Waco. Yeah. Like we're at this moment, I'm so curious to see what happens this weekend. You know, on the one side you have a health department just being mm. like literally just go outside and socially distance. That's all that we're requiring. <laughs> like and on the other side you have people screaming tyranny at a national stage uh this is a favorite this is so this is macarthur talking about that injunction which yeah. he called in, inexplicable and then he says the church isn't a building it is a fellowshipping of believers around the teaching of god's word that fellowship cannot happen online or across out dozens of outdoor distance services what
0: why not you know what here's the thing though jesus never t- i i forgot this jesus never taught outdoors paul mm-hmm. never taught outdoors these guys always inside. Jesus was trying to feed the five thousand and teach them. He's like, "Wait, we have to go into the temple."
1: Yeah, uh, who's who's got a chapel? Like we we are gonna need that pointy thing, or the God stuff doesn't yeah. work. That's the conduit. He's like I have super to into the cross, that. and they're
0: like, "Yo, that's the thing they torture us so with." He's like, "Yeah, you'll be nah, it later." <laughs>
1: uh, I love that. That's so because good because he is literally putting God in a box. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what sort of fucked up faith do you have where you're like, sorry guys, uh, you know, the fellowshipping of God with his people could only happen within these literal walls.
0: God cannot socially distance. God, God God's never, incapable yeah. of yelling across the some pastor,
1: Some pastor has already done that sermon example. Like, oh, yes. Well, all I have to say is that I'm really glad that God didn't choose to socially distance from you and me. That is... We should Google that when we're done.
0: (laughs) That exists, and we're going to play a clip of it if we find it.
1: This is the final point on this, and then we will move desperately forward. This is so good. The countersuit that John MacArthur and Grace Community Church filed specifically points... To the double standard that they claim has been applied to Black Lives Matter protesters who have been allowed and even encouraged to flood the streets by the thousand while churches have been forced to keep their sanctuaries closed.
0: I'm you know what, John, I'm so glad you
1: brought this up. You know, up. John, John, as somebody When you're right, you're right. As somebody that, you know, just happened to be at one of those protests, let me just say, I I genuinely hope. That we can look forward to some some more parody. But Weirdly, I think you're right. There is a double standard.
0: It'd be pretty. I, you know what? I'm gonna strap in, get me some rubber bullets, yeah.
1: and break up a church service. The it's way this is it a war did. crime, but I might be willing to make an exception. We are the uh, shitty authoritarian leftists. Your parents warned you about. We uh, you found Antifa. Let's go. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna call this smoke bomb the Holy Spirit. <laughs> May it be among you.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, it too will come to indwell in thee. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> All right, Zach. So teach me how to trad wife. <laughs> I'm ready, man. I 2020 has broken me.
0: Uh, so you know, I wanted to return to the transformed wife because she does live in my brain. Yeah, tell tell for our listeners who maybe didn't
1: hear that yeah. one episode we did. Tell me. So a we little.
0: did an episode, I don't know, Mayish about uh this blogger named the transformed wife who has you know a low six figures following. She's a major, you know, she's kind of a major she's, figure in the hyper right tradition trad wife moving to Christians.
1: Yeah, she's big on Facebook.
0: Yeah. She has gotten signed off on by more people than you think, including our uh, YouTube folks that we did about a month ago. And just to give a brief rundown of some of her views, uh, she doesn't think women should have basically any rights in a marriage. She doesn't. She's not into vaccines. Oh, of course. She's super into Trump. And she doesn't think women voting is a good idea unless it's to support their husband's vote. (laughs) But oh, in general, God. she's against
1: women's suffrage. Like, she, you know, on principle. She hates women so much she wants men to have two votes.
0: <laughs> I just she is actually really fascinating, especially she, because she's obviously more famous and successful than her husband, whoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like which is again very funny. Yeah. <laughs> like uh and so she I was reading all day articles from here from her because you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I was having a good day, and uh, one really stuck with me and you, and that is imagining a world without men.
1: <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, some of us imagine a world of only men. Some of us imagine a world without men. But there's there's a lot of imagining going on here.
1: Yeah. So I assume that she's talking about how like things are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything is good. Yeah.
0: So like basically she starts out with by saying the radical feminist leaders were clear that they didn't like men.
1: And they were correct. <laughs>
0: right. Because what have men ever done to them? <laughs> Feminism's entire purpose was to promote competition with men and even want superiority over them. Oh my god. <laughs> this is my favorite part though. Parentheses, why do you think they are clamoring for a female president? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So she asked women in the chat room, which I I would give anything. I mean, we could
1: probably join it, right?
0: Don't get my hopes up like that. I
1: mean. Don't don't look at
0: me with those eyes and say we can join this chat room if you don't mean it.
1: Can we catfish the transformed wife?
0: What if we get super into it? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, we get in too deep. But
0: we start to feel like I need a husband to take care of me. (laughs) Yes, we asked in the chat room, which we are going to join, to imagine a world without men. And so there's just, like, some, like, pithy little little takes on this. Yeah, uh, we're cute. Gonna, we're gonna, I, we're, they're we're all super go, cute. World without men. Where would we live in? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's the opening oh. gambit. Wait, okay. Where, where would we live? Wait, First of no. all, where would we live yeah, in? Where would we live in
1: is not... <laughs> not really a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Where are the white women at? Like, what What are you trying to say, Like, Stop making me spit my tea, you son of a bitch.
0: Stop drinking tea when I'm being funny. <laughs>
1: hey, listen, I can't count on that happening. Yeah, Normally that's true. You're right. Issue. No, I'm sorry. You're right. That hasn't okay. happened
0: before. Where would we live in? Where would we live in? I can't imagine our roads and buildings would be what they are right now.
1: Okay, so she's... <laughs> envisioning a world mm-hmm. where only men have the knowledge of building
0: <laughs> okay so this is a world where you only have women yeah and girl babies uh-huh and apparently they're just like on the serengeti or some shit being yeah. like shit we're getting sunburned <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay. fuck i wonder if we're smart enough to even get underneath that tree probably not
1: what it's such a weird day i briefly worked in construction let me tell you <laughs> Building houses is so fucking easy. Like they just it's it's the dumbest thing to do. Can you pull a trigger? Because that's how power tools work. It's really not the, that hard. These people might not say they could pull a trigger. <laughs> okay, what's the next one, Michael? Our cars would mostly be broken.
0: I like them mostly there a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Some cars are fine, obviously. I mean, yeah, are the are these are these women okay with women then stepping in to be like cool mechanics? Uh-huh. Like is that allowed or are they just saying like no, we have to maintain all of this like weird gender boundaries around who does what work in a world without men? So we just have to like stare at the decrepit Uh,
0: Uh, what I like about this one is it kind of answers that like something tragic happened to men yeah this is is
1: definitely a why the last man situation for sure Uh, I know just a little about turning wrenches but most women don't
0: First of all, rude.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's accurate. You (laughs) literally described the action in your sentence.
0: Not to brag, but most women I've been with know far more about turning wrenches (laughs) than I ever will.
1: And that is not a metaphor. (laughs) Even what I do know would be useless once the fuel supply ran out.
0: I love that, because one, it implies that men have disappeared from the earth. Yeah, this is a menocalypse. Secondly,
1: it's presuming that women can no longer
0: get gas or oil or fuel or something like that.
1: Yeah, that, that, that technology that's is just, that's the before time. Like,
0: <laughs> like that's assumed in the question.
1: Zach, so- take me through the next one.
0: I can shoot a cow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she can pull a trigger. This woman can build a house. I'm telling you right now. This woman could build a house. Maybe
0: she has. Okay, I can shoot a cow.
1: Butcher it, too. I mean, I don't know how to fucking do that. Like, that's yeah. way cooler than me. Also,
0: don't shoot cows. Yeah, yeah.
1: Also, don't do that. But I'm just in terms of having yeah. skills. No, I, mean. I couldn't do that.
0: But how on earth could I get it up in a tree? To hang and drain it by myself.
1: This is this is my favorite one.
0: I could use the front end loader on the tractor to hang it up.
1: Okay, so you have solved yeah. the problem. Cool. <laughs> Everything so, is so okay. this is done. See also the existence of pulleys. Right.
0: Also, I don't know if that's the only one. Factory farms don't hang every cow in a tree. You know, you don't have factory farms out there with just like cow <laughs> trees. They're like the grimmest thing you've ever seen. That's not a thing.
1: Oh, it's far worse than that. <laughs> oh, it's,
0: it's way more gross. But the point is... But she continues, so she can figure out the tractor.
1: But without diesel, my tractor is useless. Why do these people assume that there are no women capable of operating the th- the horrible industry that brings us fuel? Like, I, it's such a weird assumption for multiple humans.
0: Just, Who would build the tractor in factories?
1: It blows my mind. I mean, it really is. It kind of actually, to be briefly serious for a moment, <laughs> yes. speaks to the way that like this trad wife system delineates not only roles but your ability to conceive of what your own abilities are. Yes. Or yes. like like it really it mm-hmm. really becomes sort of a mental wall at least based on this. I don't yeah, know yeah. these women's hearts and minds, but like <laughs> the things that they're posting are just literally saying I as a person am incapable of engaging with this because either muscles or mm, brain. Right. And that is like a really fucking dark thing it, it to have internalized. And like listen Men and women are equal. I, I'm not trying to get totally. woke points right here. Yeah. But like every woman I know is infinitely more competent than I am.
0: Well, yes. And I mean, granted, low bar, of course. Of course. But still, it, it's important. It's always important to, to remember how incompetent Michael is. <laughs> yeah. She ends with, also, everything I learned was taught to me by men. Literally every-. <laughs> By the way, that is incredible. I'm going to assume this person is an adult. You are an adult woman Uh and every single thing, everything,
1: really, everything was
0: taught to you by men.
1: I, I, I'm just I, very I, proud of the two gay dads that raised this trad <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's hard it's for them. It's the only
0: explanation, though. This, this
1: must be her rebellion against the, her loving family that taught her lots her of
0: things. loving gay dads. <laughs> but, like, that's actually an insane thing to say. That is
1: an absurd and thing And you
0: were to homeschooled say. by these gay dads, and you never went to, like anywhere oh here's one protection during the night when we hear something
1: who do you think the men that you want to protect you are protecting you from
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay in an all-women world who's attacking them
1: this is what i'm saying like you know what the most dangerous thing to a woman is a fucking man (laughs)
0: I mean, it! Like it's a it's a funny line,
1: but it's just true. This is this is literally the gun control debate being read right across the gender.
0: <laughs> Wait the only way to stop the only way to stop a bad man is with a good man. <laughs> with a good man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I look. That's why. That's why every woman I've ever dated keeps a man in her purse. Yeah. <laughs> just like it's just
1: like one ready to go at every time. Uh, I got I got my concealed carry permit, so I can have men with me all the time. <laughs>
0: look some of them are just like
1: too big to handle but like you know you learn how to do it okay yeah
0: uh, there's it's more like we'd be poor we'd be lonely we'd be homeless more oil fields mines factories yeah yeah, yeah. let's let's get to the but I'm just like it's just incredible um life would be bleak without men
1: this is the transformed wife speaking now
0: yes yes life would be bleak without men <laughs> for one thing i think we'd be vegetarians if it weren't for men. <laughs> Get, that, I don't know if it's my favorite.
1: I love how weird it is. Give me just a second. I think I'm having an aneurysm. <laughs> like, I love that so much. What? What do these women think that like any woman did before this moment in time where they yep. can like warp <laughs> this life like what do they think like just for one brief example pioneer women did or native american women or yeah. women across all kinds of other cultures women, like, women in you...
0: scandinavia while all the men were at fuck were out like being the worst
1: no woman has ever procured me in any <laughs> circumstance
0: by the way i just want to say like native america scandinavia yeah. and like the thousands like women were out there killing a lot of shit yeah. <laughs> like,
1: women be killing i've been i've been saying this. <laughs> i've been saying this i will also point out that if we were all vegetarians that would be a great thing for the fucking yeah. earth you should be a vegetarian <laughs> yeah. we should be vegetarians I'm, just, I'm not saying that like it's the moral choice i'm not a vegetarian i should be uh i'm just saying that things would be better so you're describing you're like <laughs> life would be bleak without men but also the world would be better
0: yeah. reject feminism completely since it rejects god and his created order <laughs> reject it michael
1: uh yeah i mean you know you know those those feminists with their desire to kill god <laughs> and eat vegetables <laughs> and hate oil fields again you're describing a utopia you're describing i'm gonna be
0: honest with you you're describing a woman who is a vegetarian and hates oil fields is very much my perfect one. Okay. Calm it <laughs> down, Allard.
1: All right. Hit me with this comment.
0: I love all the answers. Ha ha. Great start, lady. Cool. Fun. Love it. I would like to add, contrary to popular belief, I think there would be more worse if it weren't for men, or at least if there were only women in <laughs> leadership positions. Women bicker so much. If it's only females in a friendship group. There is constant drama. Oh my god! And fighting. I. There would be more, Michael. There'd be more wars. But you how? know why? Because because women be fighting.
1: How terrifying to think so little of like <laughs> who you are, and we yeah. haven't even talked about the ways that like you know they're imagine. This is a very uh, how we bifurcated view of gender. Of course, um, that we all we do not ascribe to. It's really sad.
0: It is actually really sad. It's really
1: sad to think so little of of how you identify because
0: because the the transformed wife whose name is Lori. I'm fine saying her yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. She says later uh, this conversation continues. Women are known for being contentious, quarrelling, and nagging. Even God wrote about this in His Word. Like it's My a goodness. like she doubles down on this other person commenting on that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. One what Megan Kay, being a real one says every war that has ever happened was started by men though. Sad emoji, and then Lori steps in to be like. Women would start wars too, Megan. <laughs> Granted, given the closest we've come to a female president is Hillary Clinton. I can't okay, totally okay, say okay, that she's wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is... i uh, See, now I'm stuck in the comments. Who would open stubborn jars? Shocked emoji. <laughs> and then my favorite part, a woman answers her problem. She goes, just bang it on the edge of a chopping board. It opens real easy. <laughs> okay. I gotta be honest. That woman sounds cool. <laughs>
0: If you're listening to this podcast, and I know you are, hit us up. You seem cool.
1: I would love to be around one of these women, though, and <laughs> as they, like, ask me to do all of these things that I definitely can't do, <laughs> and they just get progressively <laughs> because more Because you manly, me. so that's pretty <laughs> funny, too. As they're just like, hey, can you chop this wood? And I'm like, ah.
0: No, you're maybe. like they hand you a pickle jar, and you're like,
1: eh, <laughs> eh. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, if they were like, "Hey, take a look at this carburetor," oh my gosh, I'd just be like, have maybe, you
0: looked at an engine?
1: Yeah, me on <laughs> I, YouTube just being like, I, I don't have any fucking idea.
0: <laughs> you no, know, you're standing back. She comes out. She's like, "Uh, how's it going?" You're like, "Go good. It's great. going good. Uh, this appears to be an engine."
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I think I think this part goes burp.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, it runs on gasoline.
1: Wait, no. Is that right? Fuck. 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 What are we doing next, Michael? Okay, so our final segment today... Uh, We're going to be talking about Todd Wagner. Uh, He is the co-founder and current head pastor Mm. of Watermark Church. As we said before, church of 11,000 in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. (laughs) Uh, It's technically a non-denominational church, but it's pretty uh, traditional in most ways
0: non-denominational is douchebag for southern baptist but let's move yeah
1: forward. every every non-denominational church is either southern baptist or unitarian those yeah. are the only, <laughs> your only two options and so on sunday todd announced that he was taking a break he was going to step back to address some sin issues in his life. Sure. And that sin issue was pride. And I'm going to read some of the statement because I think it's important to set the context. Okay. Sort of what he claims versus what the people that were in his congregation are claiming. Oh, no. So he says, for the first time in 20 years, I'm stepping back from what I usually do so I can do the hard work of hard work. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's a good obama I'm sorry. Obama has definitely said to Michelle. Michelle? I have to go into the bathroom, take a large shit, and uh, do the hard work. Hard work.
1: work. So don't be looking for some scandal, he said, the way people <laughs> that, is, that are I, I mean too. I love that. Look.
0: I just want to be on the record and say I've never Googled big titty bitches. That's all I'm saying. Never Google yeah. big titty bitches with two D's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> never
0: Googled that. Yeah.
1: Definitely not the goth ones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think this is scandalous. <laughs> I love that so much. What, oh, a scandalous what is scandalous is when a Christian bitch. plays with, overlooks, or welcomes sin, respectable or not. Oh, man. He's such a And so, he, you know, it's a long, it's like a 20-minute right? like, thing i didn't listen to the whole thing but i got some pull quotes where he explains who got to a point in the ministry where he just wasn't listening enough to his leadership team uh and he failed to lead with the usual grace in his relationships and then this is this is sort of the confession segment, right you ready for this these are my confession <laughs> he my was bodies. singing like that that's amazing <laughs> did you know uh, this was before the rap section i've been short and irritable i am at times invalidating i'm impatient Enough that people were noticing a difference, and worse, I didn't hear them when they asked me if I was okay. That's it.
0: Wait, that's it. That's the that, reason that he's that taking a That is me step today back. with you on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, when as you, were we're like, recording. you were like, you were like Zach, can I get you a cup of tea? And that was my entire response was impatient, invalidating, and short.
1: Uh, yeah, you you called me ugly. You spit in my tea, which I found yeah. found very un- unkind. Fuck I mean, you! So <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you bring this up again. And so, like, you know, he's basically saying, like, hey, you know, he's I, got, I, saying, I. He's basically saying, I'm Kobe. I cared too much. I, yeah, I worked <laughs> too hard for you, bitches. Like, <laughs> yeah. and now I got, I got to take a step back. And he, he goes mm. out of his way to say that. um... You know, he's not – this isn't a disqualifying sin. He's not stepping down. Right. Uh, Look,
0: there's no scandal. Stop looking for scandal. There
1: would would never be any scandal. (laughs) Uh, And so, he, you know, it honestly, like, obviously it's bullshit. We know it's bullshit. Uh, That's the point of this podcast. But it sounds reasonable or even good. You know, the idea that a pastor would sort of, like, take responsibility for the issues of their own heart, uh, not a terrible idea. Sure. And who knows? There, there might be some horrible scandal that's uh, waiting on the other side of this, but like, yeah. Uh, but this, this is a slightly different take. This is the <laughs> church that church is way too hard to the point of I think being a little culty. Interesting. Uh, and there is a blog called No Eden Elsewhere where Anna Keith has spent a year doing a series of articles about this Dallas church. All right, that's some pimp shit. Yeah. Like, spending a year doing articles about a church? I get tired doing
0: this podcast once a week for 30 <laughs> minutes, man. Yeah.
1: I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's dive in. She starts out by pointing that if you Google Best cults Dallas. Oh. <laughs> watermark is the top result (laughs) that is a flex and then she begins to tell a story and uh she is she has changed all these names to be Mm -hmm. anonymous for obvious reasons uh so we do need to be careful and say like these are all alleged stories coming from anonymous sources so like yeah there's a lot of documentation about how watermark does business on their website so Mm -hmm. some of this confirmed but most of these actual individual stories are alleged that's just the reality of the story i believe it Let's keep going.
0: Look, we have better lawyers than you, Watermark,
1: so fuck off. So, we've got John and Jane Doe. John and Jane were members at Watermark. Mm -hmm. John started having an affair. Ew. Not great. Get it together. Get it together, John. Stop fucking up, John. John, John, that's not cool. This is a call out. Yeah. (laughs) This began a process of church discipline. Oh, always never good. That continued. Okay. Even after John had renounced his membership to the church. Okay, what? Because according to the church... Its covenant membership document. Members are not allowed to rescind their membership. Oh, that's a that's a new one for this podcast. They contacted John's employers, Ooh. And informed him of the affair, and they eventually contact the employer of the woman he was having an affair with, who was never a member of the church. Wait, what the fuck? And then they were like, they oh, contacted well. my employer. <laughs> Jokes aside, that is a I fucking know, crazy thing. That's insane. Name. And then when he started legal fights against them, yeah. they went to court and won. Because it turns out, and this is good advice for everyone, one, courts do not like to fuck with how churches do their business.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. Which is why this John McCarthy thing that we were already talking about, such a thing. Two, that covenant membership, which two mm. words never go together, legally binding document. You can, very in a very real way, sign away a lot of your rights Wow. And this was Kelly Shackelford, who is the chief counsel um, for this church, says that the church is behaving this way because it feels that it must save the marriage. They (laughs) love this individual, Shackelford said. They love the people around him. And they want to do everything they can to bring him back into the fold and get his life back on track. (laughs)
0: I'm going to have an affair with John to prove a point. All uh, right, John, let's
1: go. I'm going to point out that, uh, as we've talked about along in this podcast, I'm going to need members of the church to stop trying to non-consensually love people. Dude, it's a real thing. It's not okay. It's
0: a real thing. They really do. Churches really think, like, I'm just trying to love you through it. It's like, dude, bro, love goes go both ways.
1: Yeah. Uh, John... When he was telling the story, was uh-huh. very hesitant to disclose more specific information. Right. Why? So. Because he feared retribution Ugh. from Watermark Church. And then she points out some similarities to the village church, another mega mm-hmm. church that operates in that area that we've talked about before and has a lot of it did a very similar thing where they held somebody mm-hmm. under church discipline after yeah. they left the church. Um, but as she points out, there are thousands of members in the Dallas and Fort Worth area. And that, like, that, those tentacles can reach out into a lot of business Ugh. relationships. Yeah. Uh, and that there are true risks to speaking out to something that contains so much soft power in one community. Gross. That one, by, by the way, ended. John coming back to the marriage. No way. Yep.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: Nope.
0: Ugh, so depressing.
1: The lawsuit went away. Um, It's a little scary. It's a little scary. Listen, one, John, not okay, man. Not yep. cool. John, don't, you suck. Don't, don't do that. Uh, we do not support this. But two, like, the idea <sighs> that all of this shit actually, in the end, heavy, heavy quotation marks. Let's not even say work. Let's just say got the result they actually cared about. Yeah. Which is John getting back in line. Ugh. Brings up some really... Uh,
0: non-consensual marriage is uh, not often a thing men are forced into. <laughs> I guess they're breaking ground?
1: Yeah, by their, by their non-consensual uh, membership contract. So... Anna starts doing some research on this membership. One, covenant membership is required to join the community groups at this church. Sure, of so, course it is. And, and those community groups are very, very serious. It's like the primary ministry mm. that they do. Yeah. Uh, at the very first meeting, you are required to share your sins, struggles, your entire life story with a room full of strangers, and your financial portfolio. Wait, no. Yep. Wait, are you fucking kidding me? That is... They literally have documents that you fill out with your life story, and it has, like, prompts for, like, terrible moments in your life. Then there's a separate document for filling out all of your financial information, including income, saving, debt, all of it. Oh, my God. And then they print copies of it and bring it to all the other people in your group so if you remember you're required to be in one of these small groups they're usually five to six people you're required to meet once a week you're required to talk about all of your problems that information by the way gets reported up the chain none of that is considered confidential especially legally and then Whoa. these five people, who, again, are just randos right, that they yeah. assign to you. Hotties, uh, obviously, but that's not the point. I mean, undeniable. I need to focus. <laughs> Sorry, you're got. You were talking all about
0: John. Talking about Chadwise, talking deal. about
1: John and his affairs. It's yeah, been, it's too, you were
0: getting too sexy for me, and you knew it. <laughs> you were causing me to stumble.
1: <laughs> I, I guess I'll confess that on my 1040 form that I need to hand you now. <laughs> uh, that is not confidential. <laughs> no. The kicker to that. Yes. Is that you also now need to make these decisions collectively. Mm. So there there were suggestions like any purchase over $500 being approved by all the other people in your life group. Whoa. And they they like really emphasized that like for them this is like living in, uh, in church. Yeah, community. Like. Exactly. Yes. This is about sharing life together. And they had some very specific advice for people on how to share life. For example, in the singles like groups yeah Yeah. because you know men and women are not allowed to be in mixed groups that was another part of this true uh so one of these women was told if you live alone you are not preparing well for marriage you need to live with the same-sex roommate who is dysfunctional specifically so you can learn how to handle conflict well wait that was an to prepare for
0: marriage you need to live with someone of the same sex uh, okay that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's, also mandatory they have to be a douchebag that's right, yeah. one of the requirements. spend 40 years living together they're your friend <laughs> yeah. you bring
1: them to thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. no one talks about <laughs> no, it it's, it's fun. it's, it's fine it's <laughs> good here here was one of the statements in their documentation about emergency funds aren't there real emergencies in the world incredible why should you keep god's money to yourself When there are real emergencies out there that could use God's money.
0: Why should you keep God's money to yourself when we're right here? (laughs) Yeah,
1: when we are right here. Uh, Also, Anna did a little Google because she is a real one. Totally. Todd Wagner lives in a $1.5 million home in a very prestigious area of Dallas. Also, $1.5 million in Dallas. is Oh, my gosh. I mean, Dallas is a bigger city. But But it still goes away. I saw the house. It's real nice. (laughs) Full disclosure, Michael uh, Michael works for Todd on the side. <laughs> he consults. It's cool. You can call me John. <laughs> so here's another example from a gen- person that was in this community group. He said, Michael was in a community group of men that he found were not particularly disciplined, dependable, or trustworthy yeah. themselves. Yet he was They're expected- men in a church. Like, yeah. you know. Yet he was expected to do life with them and be, in their own words, completely authentic. Uh. Um,
0: the phrase no one's ever used, allowed to be authentic again like that like that word doesn't have any meaning
1: yeah michael describes being bullied in these weekly oh meetings because he wasn't sharing enough wouldn't you know it pornography came up and one of the things no, he specifically no mentioned was like i don't have these same struggles right, with yeah. that all these other guys did and they're like mad at me Ugh. that i won't confess to the porn i don't watch
0: that tracks so hard there's, I'm just gonna say it. I understand a lot of these things are alleged. That one's fact. Oh yeah, I, would, I mean, I would bet your life on that.
1: um Yeah, several of the things I just quoted were from their actual like instructions oh, okay. about like the emergency fund. That's from their yeah. documents. But yes, but the porn, absolutely. the porn
0: thing is fact.
1: I mean, that's just what we grew up with, with maybe a little <laughs> added pressure. But uh, as as Anna points out, you're doing this with a lot of different groups of people. It's an eleven thousand mm-hmm. person church. Yeah. The vast majority of them remembers it's five to six people placed in a group. This is essentially, uh, like, this is not Anna's conclusion. This is mine. These are fallout bunkers. These are just little Ooh. tiny social experiments happening all over their church. Where it's just like, what happens when you put these five people in a room?
0: Ugh. You know what? This is a... Uh... This is fucking like Project Ultra. The CIA being like, let's just dose these yeah. bitches. No,
1: I, I guarantee you, each one of these little groups, they're doing something else, this too. This is they're Gladio. Like, all right. <laughs> like, it's uh, just that fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. exact. No, honestly, it's uh, these. this group gets LSD. Uh, <laughs> this group, uh, we're, we're going to make them all alcoholics. Uh, so then we, you know, he also talked about the worksheets that they're required to fill mm-hmm. out. And then copied and given to right. everyone. <laughs> Obviously. And then specifically mentioned that a buddy of his was removed from the church over some stuff he didn't want to get into and that they retain all the rights to share all of this information. So they were just oh, cool sharing information about this guy to the congregation in a form of public shaving. Uh, so everything that you share uh, can will, get reported. You will up. be doxxed. Yeah. And, and that you will have that. And as Anna points out. What is this similar to? Scientology. It's incredibly similar to Scientology.
0: And let me say, as a member of Scientology, good people, I trust them. <laughs> I, I want to say I feel good about giving this information. But if you didn't feel good about it, you'd be in a real fucked up situation. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't if, have my leader level 36. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> I, I, if Todd Wagner was not as trustworthy as L. Ron Hubbard, <laughs> this would be a real issue. <laughs> Uh, Another lady tells a story about being required by the church Mm -hmm. to gather money from the group to give one of their members $500 a month for cancer treatment when the church itself was not contributing. Motherfucker. So literally the church is being like, all right, you guys, this is your responsibility now. You need to gather up $500 a month to give to this lady. I'm going
0: to incredibly briefly say, Christians should be more radically generous. Yeah, absolutely. The, one of the few things I've ever done, I, I ever did for our church was write a thing saying, if you have money, you should give it away, bitch.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> and by the way, no one liked it. <laughs> Not a single person commented on it. It was poorly received. Yeah, But I do to think... To be
1: fair, you did, uh, you did leave out all the words you called them after, bitch. That continued for a while. It did.
0: It did. <laughs> I, I did, you know. Look, Am I saying it was subtweeting the leadership? Obviously, lead better. That's that's your job. True. But true. True. Churches should be better about giving radically, and Christians should be better about taking care of each other, particularly in a society Absolutely. like ours. Absolutely. However, that is not what this is. This is predatory shit.
1: Yeah, this is a mandate coming down from on high from a church that, by its own admission, has millions and millions right. and millions of dollars for these fucking building projects. Right. Um. Oh, by the by, they do conversion therapy.
0: Ah. Uh, just just a brief side note.
1: Didn't even really get, like, a good uh, story from that, but they have a specific ministry uh, for for gay people. And uh, there was one uh, gay gentleman who, after spending years, literally years, in their, uh, you know, conversion therapy program, Mm. eventually ending up in a relationship and realizing that he wants to live a happy and fulfilled life as a gay man who is also a believer, a thing that can happen. Yes. uh, They, you know, publicly dox him, blah, blah, blah. Um, (sighs) you know I've, talked about him from the pulpit.
0: That really makes me sad. I have been bringing I've been joking a lot on this podcast, but that's just so fucked up.
1: No, it's it's really gross. And it's it's really gross to trap somebody in a cycle of um you know the, the Pete Buttigieg thing, right? The yeah. like I, yeah. if you're promising a pill that can take someone's gay away after you spent a whole lifetime telling them that being gay is wrong and then you can't actually deliver on that. And you can't p- actually help somebody make that change. So you're just trapping them in a cycle that you know, in this case, this guy got out. Yeah. You know, he, he's happy. Like, mm-hmm. he, you know, uh, that doesn't happen for everyone. Fuck. And he definitely stayed in it longer than he would have if oh, he hadn't yeah. had a shit. Of course. Of course. They're lying to you. All right. Another thing that happens, they have a habit of separating people from their family. Ah. Uh. Anna spoke with two, uh, received emails from two different desperate mothers. After their adult children had become covenant members of Watermark Community Church and joined community groups, they began going through the regeneration program. This is a program that they do. It's separate from the small groups, but a lot of people in those groups are encouraged to go through it. It's basically Mm -hmm. very intensive. Somewhere between therapy and indoctrination And it seems where a lot of the real work gets done because essentially the people in the small groups are being identified for the regeneration program. Uh, I love all those words. Those are fun and cool. These adult children have essentially cut themselves off from their families, not just their parents, their entire extended families. Their son or daughter tells them after going through the regeneration recovery program that they now realize their parents were abusive and that they no longer desire to have a relationship with them. Just for the record. A son or daughter, you know, a person right. deciding to do that to abusive parents is not a bad move. Look, just to be clear, I don't
0: care. Cut off things yeah. with your family, but make it your choice.
1: A- absolutely, like you absolutely have a right and ability as an individual to separate yourself from people that have harmed you or are going to continue to harm you if that you have a relationship with your life. The problem here is when <laughs> these regeneration classes that are also you know bilking money out of these people that are also that we already know are not operating with good intent are now convincing people. That their parents were abusive and encouraging them to not interact. One of the mothers attempted to reconcile to, with their daughter. She said, okay, I will do what I need to do. Let's go through the reconciliation mm-hmm. process. Yeah. I'll go to the community group. I will go through this program with you. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't work. She said her perspective was that the church did not intend for it to work. That wow. this was intended to be a confirmation of the problems. Right. Um, rather than a way to work through
0: I them. mean, classical
1: shit. And all of this is wrapped up in the idea that they are doing church the fucking best. There is actually a YouTube video from Todd Wagner. Let's get back to Todd, shall we? We've been walking through, you know, Todd's <laughs> Todd's fields where he grows his cult members. Don't don't use the phrase Todd's afraid Todd's fields. <laughs> They're fallow. It's all it's also trademarked. There's <laughs> yeah, two reasons yeah. not to. <laughs> that that's what the watermark church means. Yeah, you can't do um, that. So Todd has a YouTube video. Called Are We a Cult? <laughs> and they reference, as Anna did, yes. uh this this the, the fact that it comes up first on Google when you Google it. Mm-hmm. And then they laugh. They laugh. It's like him and I, another person. I always of the feel church. good
0: when someone is laughing. like, Are we a cult? Is this a human centipede? And then they laugh. <laughs> yeah. Does not make me feel better? Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just i wish they would use a uh, fair trade pig's gut to like sew yeah, my lips that
1: be, yeah if it was organically sourced i'd feel better about the whole situation anyways <laughs> todd says a couple things he said one hey define your terms also good <laughs> bill clinton coming in hot yep. i bill i didn't understand a blowjob with sex clinton and todd hey i mean what what even is a cult anyway and then he, of course, goes on to say, no, 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 we're not a cult the way most people mean cult. But, you know, God, God says that, you know, when we're living our life right, it's going to be a stumbling block. People aren't going to understand. If by cult you mean a radical devotion to Jesus more than other people, then maybe we are a Jesus cult, man.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll take your word for it,
1: Todd. So when Todd says, you know, hey, I'm just I'm – just, I'm just tired of loving you guys so hard. I'm just, I'm just feeling a little, you know, yeah. not listening to other people. Sure. Let's maybe just remember what that kind of structure is, and I think it maybe gives us like a nice place to just talk a little bit about like what churches should and shouldn't be. Because like one, mega churches should not exist. No, absolutely not. There's, Gross.
0: there's,
1: come on, come on, come on. I'm not even trying to have this on some like weird theological level where we're diving. We into don't acts. Do, we don't do theology yeah. here. I'm just saying. Look at them. Fucking look at them. There's a goddamn Starbucks in there. Fuck that shit. I remember attending, you know, a a church that my parents attended that was on the larger side, thousands of people. And my mom, like, looking at me very intensely and being like, do not fill out the visitor card. (laughs)
0: first of all like that was like super in danger
1: okay mom i have been in a thousand churches
0: i've never filled out a visitor card because i'm not a bitch yeah (laughs) i I think
1: maybe when i was seven and i just wrote like butt mcstuffins because you know i was a very mature seven emailing you though (laughs) being like
0: hey it's a youth pastor asking what can be stuffed in that butt i wish you would stop
1: oh god that's a tough one um so, yeah, she was, went on to describe that they create profiles for everyone with all mm. this information and that do. it never goes away and that they yeah. will start sending church members to your home if you give them your address just to see if they can, like, check in on you if you need anything. And it's that, like, creepy, unnatural way of trying <laughs> to, quote, unquote, love bomb somebody yeah. Yeah. that is actually quite cold like And a lot of the people described, like, uh, walking into this thing and feeling loved, feeling yeah seen, feeling cared for. Totally, I mean, and cults so are when good someone for that. Is honestly, loving and caring and showing up for you and and seeming like they really give a shit about you, yeah. it can feel very natural to want to give back, yeah. both financially and also, you know, just in terms of your level of investment. Right. So a lot of these people describe getting very heavily invested, yeah. very fast.
0: No, I mean, like cults exist, persist. For a reason, and yeah. particularly in the twentieth century onward or like atomized, heavily capitalist time. No one loves to give a shit about you. Yeah. It's a big deal. Even if they're gonna exploit the shit out of you for someone to hold your hand and ask how you're fucking doing.
1: Yeah, even even
0: if you drink the Kool-Aid sometimes, yeah, man. I'm I, serious.
1: The love is the sugar and the cyanide. Yeah. Like, it, it it's what gets you to swallow the fucking pill. Um, churches should not exist. They're bad at doing ministry. Every megachurch oh, yeah. mega exists for one purpose, and that's to bring you onto their campus. Yeah. I think it's not a particularly divisive statement to say that a church should be about like pre- preparing people for going into the world and caring for people out in the world. Sure. We are supposed to go and care for people. And, of course, there's community involved mm-hmm. in that. But megachurches always just want to keep you in the fucking door, man, yeah. uh, even before they get to this creepy level. Third takeaway: Never sign a fucking covenant membership. Never sign. Honestly, my rules: never sign anything. Church is definitely about like sharing life together, yeah. but it should never, ever, ever be about control. Like, yeah. Church is a place for encouragement. If you were ever in a situation where a pastor or person in like position of any kind of spiritual authority, mm-hmm. whether that's some douchebag in your fucking small group Gosh. or a pastor, is trying to exert control over your life. Get the fuck out, and they will tell you that it is because they love you. Mm -hmm. They will tell you that it is because they are better Christians, because they care, because they want to get involved. Uh, And they will be lying to you. They might also be lying to themselves, in their best case. I don't think Todd Wagner believes this shit. I think Todd Wagner is a grifter. I think a lot of those people in those small (laughs) groups, though, do believe that
0: shit. Yeah, I mean, there's of course, there's always true believers in every cult. Uh, Everyone, Almost everyone drinks the Kool-Aid, Michael, at the end of the day.
1: 100%. But it is terrifying that this exists at such a large scale and it's just hurting people and then when those people get hurt and drop off what happens well they either try to sue them back into the ministry or publicly shame them as they go uh that is not healthy shit um
0: in fact i would tell you never go to church over 500 people and i will leave my advice there
1: uh yeah i i think we can leave it there yeah thank you guys so much for listening we really do appreciate it If you want to follow even more of our uh, tedious bullshit, you can Mm. follow me at Michael Saber on Twitter. I'm at Zachary underscore Allard. And you can follow the pod at shitty underscore pod. And if I could ask you to do two things, it's send us
0: all your financial information in the mail, <laughs> copies of your we're passport, copy and send it to everyone. All the listeners, we're, we're going to live in community, the shitty Christians community. It's yeah. going to be really exciting. Unlike
1: John MacArthur, we don't think that God can only send us your credit card information if we're gathered together. <laughs> we believe that God can work through the magic of email yep. to allow us to steal your identity. I mean, uh, live in community. That's right. no, no.